So, what's the plan? Right. Hey, everybody on the internet. Welcome to the Black Case Diaries podcast. Hey. Hey. How's your, how's your social distancing going, everybody? <laughs> Ours is going great. We're doing all right. We're, we're, we're doing it for you, listener. Yes. <laughs> so, yep. so this week we have one of, I believe, Marcy's favorite movies. Yeah, Just like yeah. last week. Similar to last week. What is this? Marcy's favorite. What's what? Is this Marcy season? Yeah. I think so. It must be. It's taking over. Spring uh, is Marcy season. But yeah, this should be an interesting discussion. So let's just dive in, shall we? Love them or hate them, zombie movies have their place in cinematic history. These films featuring the living dead have been around as early as the 1930s. Not long after that, however, a new genre appeared, the zombie comedy. Zombies themselves are often thought of as political commentary, which makes them a perfect vehicle for satire. Yeah, people probably have strong feelings about zombie movies. There's definitely or zombie been shows or enough of them. Zombie yeah. media. <laughs> zombie video games. And yeah. Is, a, is another big one. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of it. In 2004, Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg utilized the zombie concept and created Shaun of the Dead, a modern zom rom-com <laughs> about an uninspired man leading an uneventful life until he's faced with a zombie apocalypse. Shaun of the Dead became an instant classic, developing its own zombie-like following that has stayed strong for the last 16 years. It introduced American audiences to Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, and Edgar Wright, and they have managed to stay fairly prominent ever since. So this week, come join us at the Winchester, where we will have a nice cold pint and discuss how Shaun of the Dead will never blow over. That's right. Yes. See what you did there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We thought it might be appropriate to talk about Shaun of the Dead, a movie that we were always going to talk about at some point. Mm -hmm. We thought we all could use a little laughter. So let's start with the history. This movie was directed by Edgar Wright. Now considered one of the most original filmmakers of the 21st century, this movie made Edgar Wright a household name. Later on, he directed classics like Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, Baby Driver, and the two other films in this Cornetto trilogy, Hot Fuzz and The World's End. What a rep sheet. Yeah. So... Hot Fuzz and the World and the World's End are the two other movies. This movie started the Cornetto trilogy, right, Mars? Yes, it did. Yeah, what's Cornetto? I was just gonna for say American what audiences. The heck? <laughs> what is Cornetto? So Cornetto for American audiences, or maybe just this, not UK. Or yeah, exactly. It's um, it's ice cream. It's just kind of like you know how we have the cones with the ice cream. It's like a drumstick already done. Yeah, it's in oh, those. Oh shit! Yeah, because he has one in the movie. Yes, yes, he does. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty great. Yeah, all three of the movies seem to kind of have similar themes, and mm-hmm. you know, kind of explore the same stuff, and they all feature Cornetto ice cream. Yes, That's hilarious. And they and, uh, Amazing. <laughs> yeah. And they also have a lot of the same actors, too. Yes. <laughs> yes. That, <laughs> Which obviously is pretty the, awesome. <laughs> obviously the two leads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before Shaun of the Dead, he directed Spaced, a UK comedy that also featured Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. It's like he's got favorites or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when it works, it works. Uh, got people. Yeah. <laughs> Spaced is one of those UK kind of cult comedies. That's pretty popular. It's, mm-hmm. it's a very popular show, but a lot of Americans don't know about it. Yeah. I certainly didn't know about Same. it. Me neither. And so we, you know, all, all friends listening in the UK, if you just want to send us your suggestions for your favorite <laughs> TV shows that sure. were made in your country for us to watch, because there are a lot we don't know about. Mm-hmm. And so I always like getting suggestions. Yeah, it'd be yeah. fun. Yeah. So it was written also by Edgar Wright but it was also written by Simon Pegg. They met while working on the British TV series Asylum. They soon bonded over their love for films, such as Dawn of the Dead, An American Werewolf in London from 1981, and Invasion of the Body Snatchers from 1978. These would later be used as inspiration for Shaun of the Dead. 
I was going to say. Yeah, I could. Got that feeling to it. Mm -hmm. I could definitely see how an American werewolf in London is an inspiration Uh for uh this movie. Mm -hmm. I really like that movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's very good, yes. Throughout all this, they said that the hardest scenes to write during this were the relationship scenes between Sean and Liz. This was because they had to keep Liz as a strong character that was responsible, but not seem like she was nagging or annoying. They thought Kate Ashfield did an awesome job with keeping this balance. I agree. Because really it starts out with her just like, hey, I want to have like a stronger bond with you. Like I want (laughs) to do stuff that's just us and not all these other friends. You know, and that's not that's not unreasonable, right? Mm-hmm. It's completely no. understood in a relationship. Right. So she didn't come off as annoying at all. And I mean, I don't blame her for dumping Sean after <laughs> everything, you know. Right, right. And that's the thing. I, I think it was very big of them to admit that they had an issue with writing her, mm-hmm. that it was tough, you know. Yeah. Because in comedies, it very often male-led comedies, the female counterparts, the the wives, the girlfriends, are naggy or a bitch. Something, yeah. yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Very often that, that mm-hmm. that's kind of so. It it's really nice that they they actually struggled with it and admitted that it was a struggle. Yeah. But it was mm-hmm. worth it. It was a good payoff. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely. It, it shows that they paid attention to it. And I think they did a great job with his mom as well. Oh, writing yeah. Writing her. She did an amazing... Of course, the actor kind of brought it to life <laughs> as well. But they did right. a really got, g- great job writing her as well. Yeah. So let's summarize the movie. What's this movie about? If you've never <laughs> seen Shaun of the Dead, there's going to be spoilers. We're uh-huh. going to talk about the whole thing. Yeah, so... So watch it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sean is a salesman at an electronic supply store. He lives somewhat of a boring life and has commitment issues. He also enjoys the occasional pint with his best mate at the Winchester, a local pub. Sean isn't very invested in everyone around him, so he manages to not immediately notice when the world suddenly plunges into a zombie apocalypse. (laughs) Which is such a funny thing, because they do the same shot. You know, they show him... (laughs) Walking from his apartment to the shop and back. And, you know, he sees all the people doing their thing, right? Yep. And then the exact same pace and camera movements and everything, but with zombies. And right. he's just completely oblivious because it's just every day he must mm-hmm. do the exact same thing. You yes, know? yes. And they do such a good job using his character and those movements and shots to really drive home what we were talking about a little bit earlier the satire mm-hmm. and you know the social commentary of zombie movies you know right. we're already zombies that <laughs> that's what it is you know yeah, yeah and to put it very bluntly and plainly obviously that's what they're they do it way more elegantly in the movie right <laughs> but you know that that's they do such yes. a good job using his character to illustrate that mm-hmm Terrified for his life and family, Sean devises a foolproof plan to get him, his girlfriend, his friends, and his mum through the end of the world. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a nice, simple premise. You know, they're just trying to survive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's it. You don't have to go down any complicated roads (laughs) like a a Walking Dead where there's a million and one plot points Mm -hmm. involved. Nope. I watched three seasons. Of The Walking Dead. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's, it, it's had a thousand seasons. So <laughs> that's right. a, a drop of water in the sea of yes. The Walking Dead. Anyway, uh, we're going to go ahead and start talking about, we're going to talk about who is in the movie. Yay. So, of course, we have Simon Pegg playing Sean, our main character. He is in, of course, the rest of the Cornetto trilogy. He also stars in Star Trek as Scotty <laughs> in the 2009 reboot. Yeah. And he also has a Ready Player One cameo. Oh, does he? He's kind of that robot type character um, in the museum. Oh, and then later right. more is revealed about him, that's I believe. Right. But yeah, yeah, he's like the chauffeur of the whole yeah. museum. 
I didn't realize. He's also he also has a cameo in the Force Awakens. Too. Oh yes. He's also in Doctor Who. He's in the episode with the Jagrafes. Just a just a yeah. Do you remember that episode? Man, that's been a while. Yeah, that's yeah. an old one. That yeah. is super with the stations mm-hmm. and the yep. Jagrafes on top. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah he's yes. got bleached hair in that. So we love Simon Pegg. We do. We do love Simon Pegg. Okay, we just we're gonna move on now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next, we have Kate Ashfield as Liz, and she's been in lots of stuff as well, but the most recent thing she's done was in the 2019 Sanditon, which is a Jane Austen unfinished novel that they, yeah, kind of put this together, and yeah. That's pretty cool. So that's pretty awesome, so I'll probably be watching that. And uh, so next we have Nick Frost as Ed, who is, of course, in the other Cornetto movies. (laughs) (laughs) But he also was into the Badlands, Fighting with My Family, and the 2011 Tintin. Yeah. He's also in Pirate Radio, which is a wonderful little movie. Yes. (laughs) Too. That's right. I'm a big fan of Nick Frost for a few reasons. I think he's very funny. And he looks exactly like my husband. My husband looks exactly like him. <laughs> so congratulations on Mary yes. Nick Frost. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next we have Lucy Davis as Diane. She was in Wonder Woman and she was also in the British version of The Office. Yeah. Very nice. So cool. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Then we have Dylan Moran as David. He was in another British TV show that I watched and really liked called Black Books. <laughs> so you should check that out. Very funny show where his characters, it kind of reminds me of his character in Shaun of the Dead a little bit. Mm-hmm. Next we have Peter Serafinowitz. Nailed it. I know for a fact that's exactly how you say it. Uh, he was in The Tick which is a TV show, and Rick and Morty. Oh, so some pretty pretty good stuff. Yeah. Next we have Bill Nye as Philip. We we all love Bill Nye. Who doesn't love Bill Nye? Right? Yes. When I saw him, when I watched this movie, uh, he turned around because they were like, oh, it's your dad. And, you know, they didn't show his face, and it turned out it was him. I I audibly was like, (gasps) oh. (laughs) <laughs> there he is. It's Bill Nye. What a pleasant surprise. This Bill is Nye, fantastic. You're this in movie, this movie. This yeah. movie just got a whole lot better. Yeah, it jumped up 10 yeah, more points. Exactly. <laughs> he, uh, he is, of course, in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Love Actually, and Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. And a couple more things probably, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, yes. he's also in Doctor <laughs> Who. He's in the episode with <laughs> Van Gogh. Mm. Uh, you know that's right he's the museum guy yeah doctor who is like the british law and order where it's like (laughs) american law and order every actor ever known (laughs) has been in law and order at some point in time yeah Yeah. and then (laughs) in the uk it's like every prominent british actor has played some role on doctor who yeah yeah Yeah. even a little part yeah even for just a moment (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing Okay, and then last we have Penelope Wilton as the mom Barbara. Yay! Hooray, love her. <laughs> Guess what she was in? <laughs> oh, it couldn't. It couldn't be <laughs> Doctor Who. Oh. No. Law and Order, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she of course was in Doctor Who as Harriet Jones, MP for Flydale North. That's right. And then she was also in Downton Abbey. Yeah. So two really big ones. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, she's been in lots of other things. Yeah. See her around. She's lovely. Yes. Yes, she is. She makes the perfect British mother. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I guess we'll talk a little bit about the making of the movie. Yay. After Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright pitched the movie to Film 4 Productions, the company cut back on its budget, which left the movie without a production company. Oof. Wright believed in the film and wanted it to get made, so he didn't take other directing jobs while he focused on getting the financing. He had to borrow money from his friends, including Simon Pegg. 
Wow. Damn. Good thing it worked. Yeah. yeah. I, I always think about this, how every artist, there's always this moment in time where you're really struggling and you yeah. have to, <laughs> if you know, it's like yeah. do or die if you really, you know. Mm-hmm. Like us. Right now. Exactly. Yeah, we, like we, us right this second. <laughs> when do we get our Shaun of the Dead moment? <laughs> Dang it. Maybe it's this episode about oh, Shaun of the Dead. That would be a nice coincidence. <laughs> The movie borrows the film style from George Romero's dead movies. You guys know those. Dawn of the Dead, Night of the Living Dead. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch more. (laughs) Because of this, Pagan Wright reached out to the legendary director for his blessing, which he gave. They sent him a copy of the movie, and he viewed it on his own. Oh, that's pretty great. Yeah, and then they called him to see if he liked it, and he did. He thought it was funny, and... He was okay with it, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So after that, he even put um, Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright in one of his movies in 2005. Oh, what a nice Uh, little... What a good guy. Yeah. They're they're just in the background. I guess there's a scene where rich people are taking selfies with a line of zombies. (laughs) And (laughs) Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright are two of the zombies. Uh, That's great. (laughs) I wonder how much they got paid for that. (laughs) The ambiance in the film was not meant to be the nighttime scary horror movie. They were going for more of a hungover Sunday morning vibe. Achieved. Interesting. Yeah, Yeah. I I think that is. I think it's they did a good job with that. Yeah, especially like you mentioned before, him waking up Mm -hmm. and like being a zombie for a second. Yes. Like like they trick you into thinking he is one. Yeah. And it's just this huge yawn and like we've all been there. It's just like, (laughs) ah, don't want to get up. Sits down on the couch yeah. to try to start playing video games. He's like, don't you have to go to work? <laughs> it's like worst. he's forgotten. Like, oh, yeah. man. God. Yeah. Uh, Damn it. They did have all the zombies in muted colors and no primary colors. Uh-huh. I yeah. guess that's true. Didn't really think about that, but yeah. yeah. It's amazing how costume departments really think about that stuff. Yeah, how, how how can you make your main characters pop against, like, a huge crowd? Mm-hmm. You know, whether they're zombies or not, it's still a crowd. Yeah. And you have to have your characters stand out. Um, right. In a lot of cartoons and stuff, you can just make, you know, your character have, like, bright pink hair or something like that. But in, in a live-action movie, it, yeah, it comes down to costumes and color. That's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not, not only costuming the character, but costuming the people around them. And, right, right. You know, what's yeah. setting them apart. Yeah, maybe we'll do an episode about costuming. That's a good idea. Yes, I think so too. Simon Pegg, however, was to wear the same uniform the entire movie and said that he pretty much, quote, he, sorry, said he pretty much, quote, ended up having one shirt that was held together by Febreze. (laughs) (laughs) This was, of course, for continuity. Yes. Very nice. Yeah, Yeah. they were big about the continuity. They they really wanted it to flow really well and make sure Mm -hmm. that his shirt stayed the same. Right, especially with all the the splatters and Mm -hmm. things like Mm -hmm. that. The 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 one that started it all with the the red pen ink. (laughs) Yes, you know we got to make sure that's still there by the end of the movie because he obviously didn't change. Yes, Mm -hmm. you know. I, I was watching a video with him where he mentioned that this has become an iconic look and it, it is now a very popular Halloween costume yeah. for men because it's so easy. Just white shirt, <laughs> some blood, red, red tie. tie. Done. You're, gold, you're, you're good. Gold name tag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you want to go to the extra mile, you can get a cricket bat. Yeah. Exactly. And then. Done. You're Sean. Got you it. did it. <laughs> And I've also I've heard a lot I've heard that about Edgar Wright that he is really he's very much a perfectionist. You know what I mean? He very yeah. he very seriously cares about continuity. Mm-hmm. Fun fact is that the Cornetto ice cream was included because Edgar Wright in college had used Cornetto ice cream as a hangover cure, and so he thought it would be funny for Ed to use it as such after their drunken escapade the night before getting over Liz. Oh, okay. It's interesting because actually I didn't know what a Cornetto was watching this until obviously he got one. But when he's like, do you want anything from the shop? And he said a Cornetto. I was like, he's going to start drinking again? (laughs) Like it just sounded like a drink. And then he came back with a Coke and an ice cream. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. 
It's pretty great. Oh, okay, now it's fine. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, geez. I, I, you, I know you're, you want to, like, drink away your sorrow, but, like, you, you're not even awake yet. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting over your last one. Yeah. <laughs> so some of the scenes, such as in the Winchester, were shot in Ealing Studios, where things like the 1930s Bird of, Birds of Prey and a lot of Doctor Who was shot as well. Nice. So that's pretty cool. Nice. It was the same, same studio. That's why all the Doctor Who actors are there. Ah. Uh-huh. They were just sitting around <laughs> at the studio. And like, that's oh, where they live. They we'll all hang out there. Like, <laughs> Take them out yeah. of the closet and like mm, dust it off. <laughs> this won't work. <laughs> so in the scene where Sean walks in and you just see his feet and his shadow, the one where he's yawning mm-hmm. uh, that Adam just mentioned not too long ago, uh, it's a small nod to the end credits of Day of the Dead, as we were talking before. That's pretty cool. And then simple callbacks, such as Pete in the bathroom mirror before and after being a zombie, is what mo- makes this movie so great. Um, I actually got a little bit creeped out, or <laughs> actually a lot of bit creeped out the second time. Yeah. Because, you know, he was just in the mirror the first time. It's like, yeah. you know... Like you left the front door open. It's a little bit of a jump scare, yeah, almost. A little bit, but mm-hmm. he's just there. Um, but the second time, it was just a shadow in the shower curtain. I was like, "Oh no!" Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like I kind of creeped out, you yeah. know. Ooh, I didn't like it <laughs> because, I mean, in this case, you obviously know he's gonna be a zombie. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh yeah, a bum bit me when I got mugged or whatever." Mm-hmm. Them not realizing they're zombies yet. Yeah. So you know he's gonna come back and be a zombie, mm-hmm. and you're just you just see the shadow and like, oh no, here it comes. Aww. That was me the whole time. Because <laughs> <laughs> if anyone out there doesn't remember, I don't like scary things. Yeah, let's all yeah. remember. Let's say it together. And scary things are bad. <laughs> um, There's a scene, the first scene where they really show Sean's place, and. Ed is playing video games and there's the coffee table in front of him. And on that coffee table is an ashtray that they end up, they ended up deciding it was a little bit too racist and not so PC. So they, they ended up taking it out for the other scenes. So it's a little continuity thing that kind of bugged Edgar, but it, it was actually a black baby with a sombrero on its back. And the sombrero was the, like ash tray piece and supposedly when it was released in america it may have been cgi'd out according to peg and wright i did see it i was watching the movie and it it is there so i don't know if it was maybe in in the release in theaters that they took it out cgi in america i'm not sure he didn't seem too sure about it but he thought they might have done that for america Mm. Uh, so as we were talking before, there's a lot of times when they do callbacks from the beginning, you know, throughout the movie, back and forth. So after Sean and Liz split up, Ed consoles him at the bar saying, we'll have a Bloody Mary first thing, have a bite at the king's head, couple at the little princess, stagger back here, bang, back at the bar for shots. And this actually parallels what happens the whole rest of the movie. (laughs) Because if you remember, there's a Bloody Mary who ends up being the shop worker Mary, who's the zombie, the next morning that they wake up to and she's in the backyard. My lord. Yes. Um, (laughs) Bite at the king's head is a reference to going to kill Philip. And then picking up Liz and the others is the... You know, yes. getting the little print, couple in the, in, at the little princess. And then sta- they stagger back as zombies mm-hmm. back to the bar. And oh, then finally shots. they have shots, which refer to the gunshots at the bar I, at the end. I can't believe that. Yeah. So That's kind of amazing. Yeah. That is super cool. This movie is a great parody. It's funny and it's entertaining and a little spooky, but. It's so well written. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they did such a good job. They're so clever. (laughs) Yeah, I I would never have picked up on that without like 17 watches maybe. And that's the kind of thing, you know, it's really great that there are fans that are so dedicated to the movie so they'll pick up on stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Because imagine working so hard. It's, you know, 
we know what it's like to work so hard on something and then there will always be these little things that no one else notices yeah. that you've done and oh it's these little th- kind of things just for you really yeah. that and but then like when a fan finds it and they oh recognize it it's yeah. the best feeling in the world you're like oh my yes. yeah because they for a moment that person was as passionate about it as you were yeah mm-hmm. and that's really nice. and it's your yeah. work yeah someone's exactly. that passionate about what you did mm-hmm. yeah. which is also why i like to watch these audio commentaries because then mm-hmm. they get to help uh, you yes help find you that see stuff it. yeah mm-hmm. So the shop scene where Philip comes in to talk to Sean was one of the few scenes done in just one take. And so they had to actually time the army trucks going by perfectly, which was difficult, but they did achieve it. Very nice. Yes. Doing nice. things in one take is rough. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing that they mm-hmm. got that and got yeah. it so well. Mm-hmm. In the scene with the zombie Mary and who Peg and Wright refer to as the Hulk, some of the records that were <laughs> thrown at the zombies were CG and some were rubber. That was that's one of my favorite parts of the whole movie is that scene <laughs> just the the idea is so wonderful them just <laughs> so them politely leafing through the record <laughs> yeah, <yes>. collection. <laughs> yeah. Like is this one okay? Yeah. <laughs> what yeah, about this one? It. Can I Oh yeah, that's fine. Throw it. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> and then and then he misses. Yeah. 90% oh. of those throws. Yes, and it's just, I know. Oh, just stop. Wasted records. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wasted. But I, I love it. They... <laughs> what a that, beautiful scene. And it, it's also interesting. I was watching that scene. I was watching how they did the CGI for that scene when, mm-hmm. when Mary falls on the pole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she gets back up. And one of the comments was, I wonder how she was able to walk without a spine. I know. Oh. Very, yeah. That's a little bit of a, you know. Oops. Yeah, Ooh, oopsie doodle. Edgar. Edgar, we thought you were a perfectionist. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you become just supernatural when you, you're, you're a zombie. I, I mean, loved your scolding tone, Edgar. <laughs> on a first Edgar. name, waggle your finger at yeah, Edgar. <laughs> if only I knew his middle name. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get it. You know, they had they wanted to do the perfect hole. Yeah. Right through looking at mm-hmm. them. Yeah, because they wanted to drive home that she's a zombie. Right. Yeah. Right. Because the these two characters at this point haven't fully accepted. S- yeah, they still or, or think... understood that it's a yeah. zombie apocalypse. They, they legit just yeah. They're like, she was oh drunk. wow, she's drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He, he becomes. He goes inside. He gets a camera. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> Because he thinks it's a drunk woman attacking. He's like, this is hilarious. Yeah. Gotta, gotta yeah. save this. Yeah. But then it turns out she's a zombie. <laughs> but it's true. This is such a, that's such a real reaction. Yeah. It's so similar. Yeah. I mean, this is movie 16 years old, but that's still something that would, would probably, if the zombie apocalypse happened, mm-hmm. that's how everyone would go about it. Everyone would think at first that, I mean, okay, she's drunk. Any other reasonable explanation? Yeah, yeah. Before zombie, and right. then you know, let's film it. Yeah, the especially <laughs> when a lot of these zombie movies, uh, I guess a lot of more modern zombie movies, stem from some kind of infection mm-hmm. that spreads, and then people just become a zombie, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. they're just dead but still moving. Whereas, like super old school zombies, or a different take on zombies, would be them like. You know, you see a hand come out of a gravestone, right? You know, and they literally pull themselves out of their grave, and they're like falling apart, obviously dead. Like sometimes, Mm -hmm. like if it's a cartoon, they're like green skin. Mm -hmm. You can tell that that's obviously a zombie without any hesitation. But with these modern ones, they're just like they could be mistaken for a drunk person or a crazy person, or sick person, or yeah. So in the scene where Philip ends up transforming <coughs> in the car and they're surrounded by zombies, Simon Pegg actually punches Nick Frost in the shoulder <laughs> and legit hurts him. Aww. He legit hurts him. So, yeah. Nice. Nick Frost ends up having to yeah, get get some help for that. Oh. I that's another one of my favorite scenes in the movie because the first time I watched this, I I I have a hard time with the zombie thing. Mm-hmm. Because zombies do freak me out. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I don't think that. I'm not like worried about them happening. I'm just. Mm-hmm. I just don't. You know, they're meant to kind of personify our deepest fears, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and so I kind of. 
they freaked me out a little bit and that scene where philip becomes a zombie upset me because i i like bill nye a lot yeah. and i was sad but oh my god <laughs> with the car radio yes that's what really brought me back to this is a comedy yeah they, they yeah. such a yeah. great blend of you know kind of horror yeah but and more comedy mm. you felt more that it was about the people than it was about the horror and i really mm. like that you know, him stopping to adjust the volume on the radio mm-hmm. is it's, the the best. Yeah, especially right after the line where he's telling his mom, there is nothing of your husband left in that. Mm-hmm. And then click, the radio goes off. <laughs> it's like, yes, there is. <laughs> Even zombie version of Philip hates that. Still has to turn that shit off. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh, man. Which, speaking of Barbara, actual tears were shed on set for the death of one character. Barbara's death caused Peg and Frost to tear up as if it was their own mom's death. When this scene was shot, over half the movie had been done, and so everyone was already tired and emotional, which brought an even bigger charge to this scene. I mean, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That sucked a lot. You can't, but you can't, at the end of the day, have a zombie movie where nobody dies. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. But So, but I do, I, I, it was sad. It was certainly sad when she dies. It's very upsetting, but, you know, it may, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Poor nice Barbara. that, it's nice that they were so into their characters and so into the movie that they were able to bring real emotions to the scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if it was because they were sleep deprived. <laughs> I mean, whatever works. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> whatever you got. Use what you got. Exactly. Uh, so the, the final scene, when Liz, Ed, and Sean are trapped in the cellar, it is meant to be dark and depressing in order to make it seem that this is the ending. I kind of bought it, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, oh, they're gonna are they going to end it here? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Because I could, see, I could see it happening. I mean, like, it'd just be one of those zombie tales where it's like, yeah, it's the apocalypse. I mean, yeah, everybody yeah. dies or whatever. But, yeah. uh, you know, they figure it out. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't already know. Right. But, yeah. yeah. I think, I don't think I got fooled by it. I Probably because I knew it was a funny movie. So I, yeah, true. But if it was a pretty serious movie, I would have been like, yeah. That's why I, I kind of tend to stick, stay away from those kinds of movies. <laughs> yeah. With the very serious endings and, mm-hmm. you know, walking out of the theater depressed and not a big fan of that. No. <laughs> no. But, yeah, I think... The way they do end the movie, it, it is. They do such a good job mirroring it with a legitimate zombie movie and kind of, you know, kind of going through the same motions as one. But then they, you know, mm-hmm. of course have that wonderful ending. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> so let's talk about how the movie was received. A lot of the time on this show, when we talk about a movie that we love, very often the movie was a flop. <laughs> And in the yeah. beginning, and then you know, became a cult classic later on. But that's not really the case with Shaun of the Dead. Mm-hmm. No. Shaun of the Dead has a ninety-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes, a seven point nine, a seven point nine rating on IMDb, which is very high for IMDb, yes. and a seventy-six percent on Metacritic. Roger Ebert said of the movie: instead of focusing on the undead and trying to get the laughs there, it treats the living characters as sitcom regulars whose conflicts and arguments keep getting interrupted by annoying flesh eaters. That's a really, really good way to look at it. Yeah. When they set out to do the movie, they knew the message. They knew exactly what they were going to achieve. Mm -hmm. And they perfectly crafted it in a way that it's more about Sean. Yeah. It's more about his girlfriend, his best friend, his mom. It's more about those relationships and how he needs to kind of grow up and he needs to evolve as a person with, with the backdrop of a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, you could take these characters and put them in a different situation and probably get another good comedy out of it. Mm-hmm. And this is just the next episode of the Sean <laughs> sitcom. <you know? laughs> oh, zombies this time? Oh, gee. Oh, man, oh, well, man. Oh, well. You know. Gotta take care of these zombies, you know. And, and, and you 
mentioning all the characters like that reminded me of another scene that I thought was really funny when the when they bump into another group of survivors. <laughs> yes. And and it's a girl that Sean knows. And then um Oh, what's his name? Martin Freeman. Martin in the Freeman. Group. Yeah, that's right. And and so they're like parallels of each other. Yes. Exactly. You know, and as they're like, oh, well, we're going to the Winchester. Oh, we're going this way. All right. Good luck. See ya. <laughs> and they pass each other. And like, hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah. They, you just see the <laughs> exact copy characters going. Yep. So there's another movie. Yes. Called, what, what was that, that woman's name? Do you remember? Oh, I don't remember. I do not. Whatever her name is of the dead. Right. Happening yes. Another. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Another time. And, yeah, because there's goes, a mom and like. Yeah, exa- yeah. exactly the parallel. same group. The only two flipped are Sean and his girlfriend and this woman and her, her boyfriend. boyfriend. Yep. Yeah. And this that that's a moment where you think, okay, this is a parody movie because, right? Yeah. Yes. Obviously, there would be more groups of people like their group. It would make sense yeah, if this yeah. really happened in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they're making fun of the trope of this the one surviving group. But yeah. That wouldn't, you know. And and if that were to happen, why the hell would you not join right. forces and become <laughs> yeah. a group of now ten? But we or have our own people. mission, and 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 we don't want our stories to get intertwined, or yes. we don't want you to mess uh. up our storyline. So, we're, we, <laughs> yeah, we're exactly. Just gonna, we're just gonna continue on our way. Yeah, <laughs> we have our plan. You have your plan. Yeah, they're like, you I know that. that- It'd be a crowd, you know. The more people get picked <laughs> off. I, don't know. I get. I mean, that is one side of it. More people to lose, but I more mean, people to fight zombies. Yes. <laughs> Which yes. is what I would think. So, but yeah, I, I thought that part was hilarious. The movie had an opening of 1.6 million pounds in the UK, which is pretty good. Wow. Uh. It made 3.3 million US dollars opening weekend. Here, which is, I mean, that's, it also was limited release here. So it wasn't wow. even released nationwide in it. That's, wow. that's, that's good. a pretty damn yeah. good. Pulling. Over its, yeah, over its whole run, it made over $30 million. Wow. Wow. Nice work. So let's talk about how we feel about it. Do you guys want to go first or do you want me to get mine out of the way? <laughs> Adam just watched the movie. Yes. yes. So he's going to have a different perspective than me and Marcy. Mm. Yep. So I, like I said, don't like scary things or zombie movies, right. but I loved Hot Fuzz and I really liked The World's End. So <laughs> somehow I never saw Shaun of the Dead, <laughs> maybe because it was the zombie one. I was like, mm. right. Also, I don't think you knew that it was connected to those other No, movies. I didn't. No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. they were all, I, I never realized that it was a trilogy. I thought... <laughs> It's like, oh, these two must be just friends, and they're being in movies together. That's cool. <laughs> Which, I mean, sort of true, but yeah, also yeah. they're connected they're in, in some other way. movies together yeah, that aren't yeah. part of the trilogy. Yeah. But anyway, so I just I just saw this movie for the first time to do this episode, and um, like I said, there were moments that made me like, oh, no. It's a, <laughs> it's a little scary right like now. the shower one. I mean, the whole, yeah, the shower part, but the whole beginning... Obviously, I knew what the movie was about and what was coming. And it was like... The foreshadow and... Fucking get to it already. Mm-hmm. Like, there was so many... They're just, like, don't even notice zombies for so long. And I'm like, God, you're killing me here. <laughs> just get to it. Rip it off like a Band-Aid. Get to the zombie stuff so I can start dealing with that emotion now. But... But other other than that, you know, I still really enjoyed the comedy bits. It, it, I caught on a lot of the funny writing moments, like except for the all that foreshadowing stuff. That's yeah. crazy, and I never would have caught caught that. But but I really did enjoy this movie. But for me, I might have to watch it again to get a little more of that satire side of it because part of me couldn't shake the real You were too nervous. Yeah. yeah. Part of me couldn't shake the realness of a zombie apocalypse movie, right? <laughs> and and one thing you mentioned the really good ending. And at for a satire movie, 100% I get it's a it's a great ending, hilarious. There it is. <laughs> but for me, I it kind of dropped me off a cliff at the end. I was like, "Oh, Really? Oh, because w- which part of it? Uh, the very, very end. Because mm. they had like, oh, here's the post 
this is all taken care of now. Zombies are on game shows and they're being cart pushers at at grocery stores. Right. Hilarious. I love that. <laughs> but then he's like, oh, I'm going to go out to the garden. And he's in the shed. And then we find out that his friend is a zombie chained up in the shed just touching a video game controller. Obviously, he's not really playing you know, trying to be, you know, still kind of hanging out with his friend. I, I guess. thought he was playing. Yeah, I thought he was playing. Too. Oh, well, well, to me, it looked like he was just kind of pushing buttons and. Oh, okay. Was I mean, maybe he was. Maybe he's still that good at it. Well, that's I what, don't know. Yeah, because I always thought it was just like, well, he's a zombie now, but he's literally exactly the same as he was in the beginning. Of the see, movie. Now, see that if I watch it again and I'm more satire ready, that's <laughs> probably the way I'd take it. But for me, <laughs> you know, again, not being able to shake the realness here having just gone through the very serious seller bit where they had to say goodbye to him, mm-hmm. handed him the rifle with two <laughs> shots in it. Obviously I was like, Oh shit. He's going to either, he's going to become a zombie or he's going to shoot himself. Mm-hmm. Damn. They had a really serious moment there. Okay. Here's, then they get upstairs and then the, you know, the, the army comes at the perfect time. It's like, Oh, well his friend's still dead. Mm-hmm. You know, that was, mm-hmm. that was what happened to me. That's what I thought. And I was like, Oh right. man, serious moment that I just had to go through. And then they just totally flipped it there at the end. And I was like, oh, kind of <laughs> took away from the seriousness. But I realize that's the point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't and I don't want to knock on the movie for that. Because, like I said, if I watch it again, I think I'm going to feel better about that. You know, knowing that it's coming <laughs> and being able yeah. to see the comedy for mm-hmm. it. Um, but overall, I really did like this movie. I did. I, I laughed at almost every joke. <laughs> I mean, there were probably some that I didn't get being like British humor sometimes, mm-hmm. but but overall I really did like this movie and I would 100% watch it again. I I think that's the thing. I, I had a feeling that you would feel that way about it because um, Adam and I watch movies. We have a very similar headspace when it comes to movies. So I knew exactly how he was going to react to it. Because Adam, like it or not, I know exactly what he's going to like and what he's not going <laughs> to like. And that... It, that's why he should listen to me every I, time I suggest anything I'm to him. I'm not that predictable. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> so, but yeah, the first time I watched it, it was similar. I These movies make me nervous. I can't really explain why they make yeah. me so nervous, but they do. I remember one time in college, I was watching The Walking Dead. Adam walked by, and there was a scene where someone was getting, you know, eaten by zombies. What? what th- this movie? It was no. The Walking Dead. It was oh, the it was TV the wa- show. Okay, okay. Sorry. And you walked by, and you said, "Oh, God, what are you watching?" <laughs> and I said, "I'm watching The Walking Dead." And you said, "Robin, if there's ever a zombie apocalypse, just kill me." Like I just want to die. I don't. I don't want to try to survive. I can't handle the anxiety. I would much rather just be killed off. You know what? I'm sticking to it. <laughs> and so I had a feeling that you would feel that way watching this movie. Like yeah. I know. Um. So even like Zombie Land and stuff, I just have a little bit of a hard time with them. But this movie I definitely this is one that gets sweeter with age I think yes. you watch it over and over again and it gets better and better it's great to watch it with a group of people mm-hmm. especially your friends because you know they really you'll see parallels of them in the movie you know <laughs> and uh, you know just the whole silliness of the whole thing his plan for the zombie apocalypse is to go to the bar like that's his plan <laughs> and wait it out and just wait. Yes. <laughs> And and in some ways it's pretty pretty smart plan, mm-hmm. but obviously gets foiled mm-hmm. at the end of the movie. But you know, I, I the first time I watched it, I had a hard time because I did get really connected to the characters. Marcy loves it so much, and so she was sitting next to me, and she was like, <laughs> "You were explaining some of the things to me." I remember oh, I? because you were so excited for me to watch the movie. <laughs> so having her there really helped a lot too. Zombies really do kind of ping pong back and forth from mm-hmm. being this obviously not real fun thing to pretend to watch and or you know pretend mm-hmm. pretend to be pretend to happen, but then to this very real threat that we are afraid of. Yeah, you know, some media it's very serious, it's very mm-hmm. dangerous, and other media it's very lighthearted, and it's mm-hmm. like, come on, guys, it's, it's fucking zombies. Yeah. 
So what I love about this movie, which first <laughs> of all, I was introduced to this movie, I believe, by a coworker, my boss, Kevin. Kevin Mulpus, if you're out there. Name dropped. Hi. Yes. Uh, but he introduced, he was so, he loved this movie and he just kept telling me, watch this movie, watch this movie. It's hilarious. It's funny. Watch it. So I finally did and I loved it. Mm-hmm. it I just, oh, the rest man, was history. It, the rest was history. I tell you. I, I just, oh my gosh. Just right from the start, you're just put right into it because they, right in the beginning credits, they have all these characters that are performing their daily tasks. Oh, yeah. And they're doing it in a very zombie-like I forgot fashion. about that. Yeah. There's the guy pushing the carts, not, you know, talking, not moving around too much, very mm-hmm. mechanical. Then you have at the shopkeeper, they actually show Mary, who is the Bloody Mary from later. And she's just so zombie-like, just scanning the items at the register and then you have the guys that are listening to music or something Mm -hmm. in the alleyway and they're all just kind of like all in tune bopping their heads and and walking forward at the same time with the same motions and Mm -hmm. so right away they show you like everybody already is a zombie yes you're already a zombie so so what are we all afraid of yeah (sighs) why are we all afraid of becoming them we already are them exactly except we said we only need each other yeah (laughs) yeah i mean that's true that's it yeah but i mean that's the thing the the zombie parallel is supposed to be you know we're masked we're we're consumers Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and we can't get enough of things and you absolutely know that if i mean they still kind of did it but if this movie had come out more recently Mm -hmm. there would have been a shot of everyone pulling out their smartphone yeah there Mm -hmm. i mean there's a moment where a couple pull out their like tiny cell phones because it's kind of this already getting into that but yeah so i just uh, yeah i love all those parallels showing us like hey like we're we're already kind of zombies Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and making fun of that fact and all the funny bits and i love the oh oh my gosh all the actors are Mm -hmm. so good and i know it has some serious bits and i you know i remember being sad at barbara's death like i mean how can you Mm -hmm. not be right but just it's so it's done so well and i I was also not a very big fan of zombie movies. I didn't watch very many. I mean, Zombieland is one of <laughs> yeah. my favorites as well. Yes. So I loved that one. But, I, yeah. I was so burnt out on them because zombies, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if, if you guys remember, but zombies were the thing for so long. They were the thing right before the comic book movies were a thing. <laughs> You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, when, yeah. Before the Marvel movies were, yeah. they existed, but they weren't like <clears throat> it. But now it's pretty much Marvel is what it is. Before that, it was zombies. Mm-hmm. It was. Everywhere, all the time, constant zombie media. And it really slowed down for a little bit. But this was before the zombie wave. This mm-hmm. is before like the big, you know. Everything. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I I like it more and more every time I watch it. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'll have to give it another try. You'll you'll like yes. it more. After a while, you might even like it as much as Hot Fuzz. Yes. Okay. And I know that you said you first watch you <clears throat> didn't like that they kept the zombies in the background. You were like, get over with it. Come on, get the zombies yeah. in. But honestly, I appreciate it even more because it doesn't focus on the zombies mm-hmm. as much as it does on the relationships yes. and his yep. life. Yep. And I think again, I keep kicking a dead horse a zombie horse but <laughs> it, me watching it again even just the second time i think i'll appreciate yes. all that stuff yeah. better because it's, you were so worried about what was gonna exactly. happen exactly i yeah. didn't i hadn't seen it before i didn't know when or what yes. was coming yeah but now that i do yeah. i can appreciate it for right. how they did it and now you can watch the background things that are happening. Exactly. The background things, actually, the first time I watched it, the background things made me laugh a lot. <laughs> because I'd never seen a movie where a zombie apocalypse just happens and it's not the biggest thing in happening in the movie. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Where it's just kind of in the background. I'd never seen that before. And I'd never seen anything, you know, the fact that he doesn't realize that it's happening. That is yeah. the funniest 
I mean, that is so funny. Oh, yeah. Like, like when they walk out of the bar at like two in the morning or <laughs> oh, whatever. Yes. And there's those two, that couple who they assume is just like kissing Make up or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you know, get a room or whatever. They, I can't remember what they yeah. say. And then and me, turn away. And at that moment, the guy's head falls off. And it's like, yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh yeah. and then when they start walking and they look down the alleyway and there's a guy just standing there and then he like moans <laughs> oh, and, he like... And, then, and then they make a song they do the song to it they're uh-huh. like amazing just amazing just messing with other drunk yeah, people really exactly because they're absolutely drunk they yes. aren't even thinking that this guy could be a zombie yeah. mm-hmm. i would watch nick frost and simon Pegg navigate anything together yeah yeah. i mean just you know i just sorry you said the word navigate gave me an epiphany and they should do a lewis and clark movie (laughs) (laughs) because that would be very funny (laughs) with those two as lewis and clark yeah i (laughs) i just love them as regular guys just trying to just get through stuff i love that Mm mm-hmm and yeah, I mean that's why also why I love Hot Fuzz so much. And we'll do an episode on Hot Fuzz at some point. Yeah, we'll yes. eventually cover the whole trilogy. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, everybody. That's gonna do it. That's gonna be a case closed. But one last thing before we go, something very current. These two lovely boys did a video about the current virus situation that we're all yeah. dealing with. Mm-hmm. That is a nice little reference to Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, we planned to do this episode, and part of it was because we thought it might be a little, might be fun to talk about it right yes, now. It's, a, it's Something lighthearted. Yeah. yeah, and we, we decided on doing that, and then today, the day we were going to record <laughs> the episode, they put out a PSA talking about COVID-19, and, you know, they go over the plan. Mm-hmm. Which is to not go to the Winchester yes. <laughs> because it's closed. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, which is exactly how it's what we're all dealing with right now. Yep. And not to go visit mom. And <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. So it it ended up being more perfect than we could have imagined yes. to pick this movie for for this week. So yeah. Once again. Stay safe out there. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. You can find us on every podcast platform you've ever heard of. <laughs> um, you're currently listening to and it, so you've obviously you got of. it. And yeah. those, too. I'm sure there's new ones. <laughs> but we have a website, blackcasediaries.com. Go check it out. You can find links to our Redbubble store, Woo! which is new. we got lots of cool stuff out over there mm-hmm. um you can also find a link to our patreon patreon.com slash black diaries you can follow us on twitter if you feel like it at black case diary or instagram check out the the drink of the week pics over there yeah. at black case diaries podcast so that's gonna do it from us thank you again thank you thank you we will see you next week bye bye Go to Mum's, kill Phil, sorry, grab Liz, go to the Winchester, have a nice cold pint, and wait for all this to blow over. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, boy!